When you get down to it, it's all very simple. It's a spiritual war. And we're back. Hi, everybody. I'm Bill Whittle back again uh, with uh, my friend Alfonso Rachel for the Virtue Signal. Special thanks to Scott Ott for filling in for us last week. I had uh, I had a, a bunch of cells uh, here on the upper lip that just weren't playing along. You know, they couldn't behave, couldn't couldn't behave themselves, couldn't, uh, you know, couldn't just play with everyone else. They were plus they were, in, you know, they were on camera. They they're a pretty privileged bunch of cells, but no, they have to start convincing all the cells around them to be like them. It's like having a progressive on your on your lips. So uh, those cells have been asked to leave the premises. Uh, had the most procedure a uh, week ago on Monday, and uh, I never even had to take an aspirin. So uh, thank you again for for uh, bearing with us, all the kind words and the prayers and everything, and and thanks again to Scott for sitting in on this one. So so this one's going to be just really unfocused, more so than usual. Um, but it's something that's been gnawing kind of on the outside of, of, uh, of uh, things for a while now. So I, I listen to an awful lot. In fact, all I, all I listen to, I read a lot and I listen to YouTube and that's it. I don't, I don't watch TV. I don't watch fictional entertainment. I just don't. Um, but I watch a lot of user-generated content. And, and obviously these things take you here and then this takes you here. You find yourself someplace very far away from where you started. And um, and this is what happened in this case. So uh, just a couple days ago, I heard about a case that happened back in uh, 2019 about a, a woman, young woman uh, named Bianca Devins. And her name's not important uh, to the larger point, but she had a small YouTube following and uh, got involved on 4chan. And there are lots and lots and lots of lonely guys there and they obsessed over her and one of them murdered her and did it on camera and then posted it to the internet so that he could get the likes and the views. Uh, so what I'd like to talk about is this idea of human predators because there was a, another shooting uh, at the 4th of July here in Los Angeles. Uh, some guy opened up and, and, and just killed six people. And I would like to have a discussion with you because I don't have a point really to make here so much as something to try to explore. And that is, what do we do about these uh, human predators? I think the first thing we have to do is we have to start with a recognition of how unbelievably rare they are. You know, this idea that we live in this murderous society. I mean, it's 0.000001% of, of 300 and something million people that go wrong like this, but, but they do. Um, Virtually all of the people in the mass shootings and, and the people who, who commit crimes like this one against this, uh, you know, this, this just apparently very sweet and, and beautiful young girl who just got, you know, wrapped up in the whole Internet thing. I guess where I'm going with this is somewhere like this. There was a time in this country where if there were people known to be dangerous anything from horse thieves to murderers and rapists, was made clear to them that they weren't welcome. And if they decided to stay, basically, the good people went out there and, and you know, eliminated the problem. Now, there's a lot of problems with that problem. Uh, one of them is, is due process, and, and, and you don't want innocent people strung up. You don't want people strung up because of how they look. You don't want any of that stuff. But it seems to me that, that these days we are essentially powerless 
not as a society or as a government. We just seem to be, there just seems to be missing that, that kind of sheepdog sense, you know, that there were, that there were people constantly watching out for the flock. Just, I mean, in a physical sense now, I'm not talking about spiritually, that there was, that there was a, um, uh, a sort of a security uh, cordon around the, the innocence of, of, of most people. And that, and that there were men who were willing to basically go out there and not wait for the wolves to come in and, and, and start tearing up the chickens. But, you know, you got a wolf problem, you go out into the woods and you deal with the wolf problem. Um, and so here I am with this really vague, conflicted view of things. I don't believe in vigilantism. I'm not talking about that exactly. I guess I'm just talking about the fact that there doesn't seem to be enough of a... Um, of a deterrent, there doesn't seem to be enough of a of a of a. No one's no one's no one's blowing these guys back. You know, no one's throwing uh, blowback pitches to these guys, telling them you don't want to go down this road. You know what I mean? I know this one's a complete mess, but there you go. That's that's what I was thinking. It's kind of hard for it to not be a mess, man, because that's what we're talking about. We talking about something kind of, messy, man. <laughs> it is messy. And okay, so. Even though the, the the statistics on it may be small, I guess, you know, proportionately, I mean, still one person being murdered is too many. That's it. It's hard, hard, it's hard to tell them, hey, guess yeah. what? That was extremely unlikely. Yes. But, I mean, you still don't want it to happen. And, and really, when you get down to it, I mean, I mean, thousands are being murdered every day, you know, in the abortion clinics. Um, mm -hmm. And and. People take these things as, well, it's not really, you know, I mean, it's, it's not really murder, but yes, it actually is. And but and, and I, I tie that in with this because, you know, it's it's an entitlement thing. And the reasons why we and it's it's an entitlement thing, it's a pride thing, it's an insecurity thing. Um, and it's a demonstration that there's no sanctity of human life. Yes. It's a demonstration that we just, yeah, you know, we don't really care. Mm. It's, it's not like, uh, you know, it's not like we should be protecting people born or unborn or whatever, you know, it's just a, it's just a, yeah, it's something that happens. Sure. Sure. And, and but the, it's something that happens and there's a lot of conditioning for it. And it's, you know, when you have this propaganda of, of telling people, you know, particularly the woke crowd, and that's who, who does these, uh, uh, man shit. It's always been these people who feel like they're owed entitled justice is due. You got people constantly uh, pushing that button in the media and in politics, just pushing this button that you're a victim. You know, even the, the funny thing is, is with, with the Democrats, that's how they've always seen themselves as victims, entitled, and, and they're owed this justice. Um, the, or, and they have this justification to do it. This goes all the way back to, you know, with the, with the Confederacy. You know, they, they, they felt that they were entitled to what it is. And if you wanted to take this entitlement away from them, well, they were going to fight you to the death for it. By actual physical violence. Yes, actual physical violence. Even when, uh, you know, when they made their flag, uh, um, uh, the, the, uh, the, the stainless banner, you know, and uh, the stainless banner, which has this white field and the Confederate flag sitting up in the corner of it. And, mm -hmm. and the inspiration from it, well, from the Democrat, uh, William Thomas, the heaven ordained uh, supremacy of the white man over the Negro. That was yeah, everybody thinks that everybody thinks that the Confederate flag that everybody knows they think that was the official flag of the Confederacy. It wasn't. It was their battle flag. Yes. The actual official flag of the Confederacy was the one you're describing. Right. So I mean, and it's gone through you know different iterations. You know, you had that one. You had the bloodstained banner, still included, and then you had the Confederate battle flag. 
And and, and it's, I'm not going off on a, on a rabbit trail about to talk about the, the, the battle flag. What I'm talking about is this sense of entitlement. OK, it's this entitlement that they have and they're going to hold on to this thing to the death. And there's this justification that they feel for it. And the Democrats have not changed from that. And they're still pushing this idea that there's this justice owed. And they know how to play to people in terms of how this justice, this justice that's owed, this entitlement, and that you're not getting it. And when you keep pushing that narrative, people are going to snap, right? They're going to snap and you're going to have people that are going to go out there and gun down people. And all the people who have done this throughout history have either been Democrats or left leaning. And the left leaning of the spectrum all has to do with entitlements, whether it's slavery, uh, uh, taking on the fruits of somebody else's labor, socialism or communism. You feel entitled to what somebody else has for the benefit of somebody else. That's just what it always is. And when you have these people out there that are murdering, whether it's murder or whether it's rape, rape is another form of entitlement. And we got a culture, man, that constantly pushes that. Uh, whether, you know, when you when you're talking about that, you owe this justice, this entitlement or all this sort of things, a person feels justified. I'm, hey, I'm going to go get some justice. Absolutely. I'm going to find some justice in the bottom of her drawers. I feel justified to go ahead and do it. She deserved it or all these other sorts of things. That's yep. just what we're, we're conditioned for, Bill. Yep. And uh, I'm not very deep into this case. I'm, I'm getting uh, deeper into it because these kind of things interest me in a, in a, in a, in a, profound way. These kind of cases like the ones of Bianca Devins, again, I don't have all the details of it yet, but certainly the, the basics of it are clear. She was an extremely attractive uh, young girl. She got had a bunch of online relationships and uh, developed a guy who was like a stalker and the stalker murdered her mm. on camera and then and then broadcast that. Uh, one of the things that we, we see the rise of, and we've had a couple of mass shooters who were uh, openly uh, in this particular box. And are you familiar with the term incel? Sounds familiar. I don't think I've looked into it. Okay. So incel is, is, a, is, a, is a movement, kind of a, a, a group. Uh, it stands for involuntary uh, celibates, involuntary celibacy. Mm. These are guys that can't get girlfriends. They don't know why. Uh, and uh, and instead, of, instead of saying, okay, well, maybe I ought to, improve my game, or maybe I ought to find out what it is that, that women find so off-putting about me. They don't, they don't go that route. Uh, they, they're, they're entitled. They're, they're exactly entitled. And when one of these guys shot up a, a, a you know, bunch of things because these girls had ignored him, this group of incels cheered him on. They cheered on the murder. Congratulations. Way to go. There's a similar kind of thing in this particular case, similar kind of thing all over the place. She was asking for it or, or, or she was so stuck up or, you know, you know mm. what I mean? All, all the excuses that you just listed, this entitlement, this sense of entitlement. The thing I'm interested in is I, I understand the reality of the imperfection of, of humans and the imperfection of this stuff, right? So I don't, ever believe we can live in a world that exists without murder or crime. I just think that's an unrealistic goal. But what I think is a realistic goal is there are certainly, in, 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 in the cases of these kind of obsessive guys that murder uh, women, uh, the, the, the men that murder women through domestic violence, uh, the mass shooters, there are certainly signs in advance of these horrors these people were bad eggs. And here's where I really get into 
uh, conflict because I am 100% against this idea of red flag laws, right? 100% against it. And the reason I'm against it is because I don't trust law enforcement. I don't trust the government. I don't trust the people who are actually, you know, responsible for carrying it out. If you start passing laws, like this guy, you know, was talking about, you know, dangerous stuff, we got to investigate him. Then, then, then it just becomes a, a tool for harassing people. It's like calling a SWAT raid in on somebody you don't like, right? With that said, with that said, it seems to me that in healthy societies and, and at times in our history and, and through other societies' histories, it has been clear that there are a certain number of bad eggs, and I don't want to get into what made them bad eggs. In many cases, the stories of the, of the, of the backgrounds in the childhood of mass murderers are horrific. That's not, that's not the point I'm, I'm interested in today. The point I'm interested in is that, is that we used to be able to have at least an agreement, right, that predation was wrong. When I say predation, I mean murdering people, stalking them, raping them, harassing them, hitting, hitting them, you know, all of this. It, it's wrong and it will not be tolerated. And it's not even the government's job to stop it. It's, it's the job of, of the citizenry to make it clear that, um, you know, that this kind of thing is, is we're, we're just not going to tolerate it. And that's gone. Uh, and, and there's so many things that are related to this, so many things that are folded into it. And, and um, one of the big ones is this idea, certainly in California, you've moved to a, you, well, you moved back to, you moved back to America, but <laughs> here in California, um, if somebody comes through your window, you know, at four o'clock in the morning and they're inside their, your house and you shoot them dead, they will take you to jail, mm-hmm. Right. And, and so when you have that kind of inversion, not only of justice, but here, see, so here's the thing about the, about the left's attitude towards all of everything. They cannot understand the concept of cause and effect, right? It's absolutely beyond their ability to understand cause and effect. You, you're in favor of, um, you're a pro-life guy? Yes, of course. Well, then how come you support the death penalty? Well, because this person murdered this person, that was the cause, this is the effect. The actions that that person took are not acceptable actions. You see the difference? Mm-hmm. That's the difference between guilt and innocence. That's a, they, they, don't, they don't see any of this stuff. And so since they've removed cause and effect, and since they've removed right and wrong, and since they've removed the entire idea of behaving in a, in a lawful, just, disciplined manner versus you know, rampage, just the fact that somebody can come through your window with a knife at four in the morning and you defend yourself and your, and your property and your, your, your family, and you are now going to jail because of it, or at the very least, you're going down to answer, you know, some questions instead of being given a medal, which is what should happen. When you invert all of these things in a society, you're going to get more and more of this. And I don't like it. And, and, and when I see these mass shooters or these stalkers or these these men that murder women because they didn't pay them enough attention. Uh, I don't mean this to sound as flip as it does, but if that were justification, I'd be the biggest mass murderer in the world. It's hard to believe that this unbelievably suave and handsome guy you see before you now was once the biggest geek in all of high school and was and was way, 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 way behind the curve on, on all this stuff. I never thought that it was a problem with the women. I never thought, oh, she's so stuck up and I'm going to get her. And it's like, you're doing something wrong, Billy. You better, you better, you know, better check the mirror and find out how to up your game. Um, 
so all of this stuff is together, and it, like I said, it's kind of a mess. But but I feel it, you know. I, I feel that I feel like the, this. I can feel the societal tide pulling us ever more in a direction that we don't want to go. And that's why I like talking to you about these things. Right on, man. Likewise, and because uh, you bring some heavy stuff, man, and and you, you hit it on the head. These people are there's this inversion things. You, I mean, you can see it in they're they're just backwards and inverted. And perverted, you know, it's like you can even see it, you know, when they're trying to tell you, it's like, yes, this is I mean, these, these people claim to be uh, against absolutes. They claim that that they're not absolutes. Like, no, you're absolutely wrong about that. You guys are very absolute. Uh, and we and you and you demand that we absolutely believe you when we're looking right at that. We know that it's absolutely wrong. But, you know, the, uh, the thing that kind of scares me, like uh, off the top of my head, really quick, is you know, like you're mentioning, this person did this thing, and and they made a basically made a snuff flick. Well, why would he even make this snuff flick? Why would he even post such a thing? Well, because there's people out there who will watch it. That's scary, um, you know. And and when you, when you ask why isn't there pushback against this, it's sad because it's almost balanced by how much invite there is for this. It's like, yeah, yeah, post that thing. You're gonna get this stuff's gonna go viral, right? Yeah, man, that's the that's the life goal of, of an entire generation. You know, uh, and and I want I want to say something about like a like like red flag. Um, yeah, like you, I'm, I'm totally against uh, red flag laws. I I wish you know, and I I I, I um I'd like I'd like to do a narrative about this actually. Now that you mentioned, I, I with with the with the with the red flag laws and the whole background check. Do I think there should be a background check? Yes. Do I think that the state should be overseeing it? No. I think if, if I sell guns, right, I got me a gun shop. If a person wants to come in and buy my guns, let me say I'm going to run a background check on them. Now, I'm not obliged by the That's state. an interesting choice. Yeah, I'm, I'm not obliged by the state to do it. I'm a free market person. And I'm going to say, look, man, I want to do my due diligence. I'm going to show my responsibility in checking you out. I want my community safe. I want good community reviews. And when people come into Zoe's gun shop, they know that he checks people out before he releases this deadly, this lethal weapon to them. Now, one I have never heard this idea before. It's really but good. Now, but check this out. They would say, well, you're infringing upon my rights to keep and bear arms. I'm like, you can keep all that bear all right. You can keep all the arms that you want, just as I can keep mine. These are my firearms. And not only that. No shirt, no, sh- no shirt, no suit, shoes, uh, no soul, no service, right? It's, that's you, right. You can go and, and visit another that's country. Right. No, that's great. Because here's the thing. I, just like you have the right to keep and bear arms, I also have the constitutional right to property. I got the God-given right to property. These guns are my property. Now, if they're my property, I get to, uh, I have the discernment on who I'm going to sell them to. Absolutely. Yes. And I want them good Yelp reviews. Okay. <laughs> so that's, that's, you know, how, that's how we're supposed to do that in this self governing, we the people operation that we're supposed to have. I didn't involve the government in it. I took personal responsibility in making sure that my clientele is squared up and we can do good business. And I'm not, and I'm certain that you're, I'm, I have a better idea that you're not going to take my product and go out and infringe on somebody else's rights. You know, you said um, right at the beginning, you, you said the word pervert. <laughs> and now, no, now the entire I, the, the entire concept of perversion is 
old-fashioned, out of date. You know what I mean? It's it 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 just in our modern times, uh, it's it's a relic of the past. And I'm being sarcastic here because if you call somebody a pervert in a way that you mean it, chances are you'll you'll get pulled off of YouTube, even if you have tons and tons of evidence. Because we live in a world now where the entire idea of perversion is not only not acceptable, it's persecutable, right? You can't say to somebody that what they're doing is perverted, right? Mm. That's that's not being inclusive and you're and you're and your hate speech and, and you're taking away that person's safe space and all the rest of it. Although by any measure, the person is a pervert, mm -hmm. right? There's something wrong with them. This this goes back to the Columbine shooters whose names I never mentioned. I never mentioned the names mm -hmm. of any of these uh, murderers. But I do remember in the days after it, because that was really the first one that really just stunned everybody. And many, 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 if not all of the shooters, certainly the vast majority of them lionized these two guys and, and, and wanted to outdo them. But I remember in the days after that, one of the parents said, we had no idea, right? We had no idea that, that, our, that our son, uh, one of the parents of the shooters, we had no idea that, that he was this badly disturbed. And I thought to myself, you may be lying, but I suspect you're telling the truth, and and there's your problem right there, right? If you are the if you are the parents of somebody, and that child gets so screwed up that he's going to go in there and murder as many people as he possibly can, and you're unaware of this, then I've already found the the, the problem here, right? If if you are so detached as a parent, if you are if you are so cut off from, from this child who you're legally and morally responsible for, that you don't know that they're, they're not, not only that they're planning this kind of thing, but that they're capable of it. Then I, the second I heard that, I thought, well, that half, that half explains all of it, right? It's like, how can you not know? And if you don't know, then there's your problem. It's your job to know. And 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 kids whose whose parents don't know that they be that they're trending towards mass murder don't have very good parents by my definition. Sure, and it is, uh, and it's. I know it's a lot easier said than done. I know I'm much easier said than done uh, when you got that that problem child, you know, for instance, or you know, you got a parent that's either just deep in denial. It's like I say, man, pride and insecurity are two sides of the same coin, and you may have too much pride to admit that there's something going on with your kid, or you just may to be too insecure about it, you know, or you may, some people are just, they may even be just flat out afraid of their kids. I've, I've had friends. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. No question. Right. And, and, and they're afraid to even, to, you, you would think it's one of those things where you have a kid that's too afraid to tell their parents about something because they were made to be afraid to tell their parents about something. And it, and, and there could be the total reverse, you know, where it's like the parent is just too afraid to say anything about their kid. They don't want to bring yeah. it up. Right. And, you know, you, you have parents that are literally scared to death of their own. And, and just to just to interject this briefly, this goes back to the to the defend your own home thing. It, nowadays, if you if you decide you're going to try and discipline your children to get them away from things like murder and rape, chances are pretty good that Child Protective Services are going to come and take you away. Mm -hmm. Right. Going to take your kids. away. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Because I, I, in California, you know, the tools to discipline your kid were taken away. You can't spank your kids. Right. And, and these things fly in the face of the word of God. The word of God is like, hey, if you spare that rod, you're going to spoil your child. Do not provoke your, your children to wrath. 
but raised them up in the instruction of the Lord. Well, that stuff is, has been peed on and it's like, no, we don't need any of that stuff. And no, you, we yeah, don't need that old fashioned right? stuff. Right. Uh, uh, biblical counseling. You, you, you can get penalized for that. Uh, so these things have been taken away for, for us to have like some sort of model on which to be able to raise, you know, children up. And those uh, those things are frowned upon and have been replaced with, I don't know, Dr. Spock, Time Out and all that sort of stuff. It's like, yeah. you know, the things that... Like treating them like they're adults. Like, yeah. let's reason with them. Yeah. You know, they're seven. <laughs> That's right. You know, and, and, you know, the thing is, you know, and I talk about this stuff in my, in my audio book, uh, A Solid Right Cross. But the things that have been, we've been given over to, to discipline children, you know, uh, you, you can't spank them. Instead, um, you give them chores, right? And, okay, well, the thing is, if you're going to associate chores and work with punishment, well, you're going to have a culture that's going to have a negative attitude towards work. That's great. And we see a lot of that now, right? That's great. We want a stimulus check. We don't want to work, you know, or, or you're going to do what? You're going to take away their privileges? Oh, we got a lot of people with issues about privilege now, don't we? Right? What you going to do? You, it's like you're going to take these things away from them? You know, and, and so people, they, they develop a, a negative attitude with these things when they get older. That's why the punishment should have been very basic. You know, whoop that behind. That's what you got to do. They'll understand that really quick. And that way they don't make negative associations with things like work and association with things like earning things and getting privileges and things like that. But now we got a culture that's totally turned off to it, but it's been conditioned in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you, everything good is owed to you, mm-hmm. and anybody and anything you don't get right away is the result of somebody who's um, keeping you down or 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 you know harshing your vibe. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's that's been that's blueprinted since the very beginning. Just like you said, oh, somebody's keeping you down, and you're entitled to this. These are this is in the first flipping page. You know, I shouldn't say flipping page unless you're flipping the page uh, of the word of God. It's right there. Here comes the devil. Oh, the man is just trying to keep you down. You're actually entitled to this. And if you do that, ain't nothing going to happen, man. It's like, man, go for yours. Get your cheese, man. Or, or the fruit or yeah. whichever. That's always been wired into us. That's been prophesied about us. And people are still doing the same thing to this very day. And if they don't get what they want, well, then they'll go and snap on people. I mean, Adam and Eve, like I said, they're the first murder-suicidal couple. You know, when they, when, they, when they ate of that tree, that tree became an abortifacient and it aborted us spiritually. And now you got a lot of people out there who are spiritually dead, you know, and they're trying to look to drag other people with them because they feel entitled to these things. Yep. Like everything else, you know, the, the, the more you dig into all of these things, all of it, you find out really when you get down to it, it's all very simple. It's a spiritual war. Mm-hmm. It's that simple, really. It's honestly is. Uh, so I uh, I brought this in today. Uh, this is for the audience that was watching. I brought this in today because as I was listening to the story on the way in, I realized how much I hate these people. Yeah. Not the, not the left, because that's a that's a difference of opinion and 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 a very bad opinion. I don't want to hurt any political opponent. I've never wanted to hurt them. I just want to convince them. And if I can't, then I'd like them to go away. But I don't want to hurt anybody who's a political opponent. But when it comes down to murderers, when it comes down to people who, who, who murder, who stalk, um, rape, uh, assault, harass, uh, I hate them. 
and and I want them I want them gone. Uh, I want them gone because of the cause and effect relationship, right? Nobody is bothering you, but if you decide that you obsess on somebody and you're going to do any one of these things to them, then you have caused a lot of damage, and I want that wolf out of here. And and we're living in a society where it's becoming harder and harder to even talk about these things, let alone uh, actually do anything about them. That'll do it for this edition of The Virtue Signal Made Possible by the members here at BillWhittle.com, to whom we are continually grateful. And uh, if you're one of those people who's watching the show and you're not a member, then you should at least say thank you to them too, because it's their generosity and, and, and vision and, and all the rest of it that makes these shows possible. For Alfonso Rachel, I'm Bill Whittle. We'll see you next time right here on The Virtue Signal. Mm -hmm.